Welcome to the Exit Strategy, your no bullshit guide to divorce with the experienced attorneys from New Direction Family Law and guests that have been there. Unfiltered discussions to help you move from victim to victorious and from bitter to better. Hi everyone, it's Elizabeth Stevenson. And I'm Sarah Hink. Thank you for joining us today. Our topic is about a recent court decision that came out of North Carolina Court of Appeals, and that might sound a little boring to you, but it actually has a a big effect on um, a lot of people in our state. It does, and it just came down, and and I'm quite frankly glad it came down, but I'm a little embarrassed that it took us to 2020 to make this happen. So give us a little background, Sarah, about what the case is about and the rule that they set aside. First, we'll talk about just in general what a domestic violence protective order is, because that's what this is talking about. Basically, it's an order of protection. You have to allege certain relationship statuses to have standing to really move for this under our current statutes, but by... The legislators, because first of all, legislators could have changed this a long time ago if they wanted to. But currently, because they still haven't updated the statute, you have to show that you are spouses to get a domestic violence protective order or former spouses. And that you're persons of the opposite sex who are not married but had lived together or do live together. That you have a child in common or a parent and child, a grandparent-grandchild relationship or are current and former household members or persons of the opposite sex who have been or are in a relationship. So those words, opposite sex, are in our statute and when it comes to domestic law. And there's the other statute, I think this case also points out, is it's a 50C, which is a civil no contact order, which people who are could be of the same sex but in a relationship or not can get one of those. But you cannot, you could not before this case came down, if you were in a same-sex relationship, seek a domestic violence protective order. And you would... If you live together, then you could just because of the household prong there. But a lot of times you're in a relationship and you don't live together. And that does not mean that there's not violence. And there's a difference between the domestic violence protective order and what it gives to you as a form of protection in a 50C no contact. And it's also different as to what you need to show to get a 50C as opposed to a 50B. So the 50C is the no contact. 50B is the domestic violence protective order. So, and actually until this, I didn't know this, but until this case came down, we were the only state in the country that did not provide equal protection to people who were of the same sex in a relationship as opposed to heterosexuals that are in a same sex or, or I'm sorry, <laughs> that wouldn't make any <laughs> sense. Yeah. But that's just, that's astounding. That's how far back our state is. Mm-hmm. And it's not just in this one particular area, but this is what we're going to talk about today. And I pulled the case. It's a, and you can go online and get this. It's a hundred page case and it's a lot of constitutional law, which I told everyone when we started that I probably got a D in that in law school. So <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm First I am. <laughs> but what, what it says was in this case, based on her allegations, plaintiff, after having been physically assaulted, having been accosted on her property, having had the sanctity of her home invaded and having been harassed, was seeking protections the states could afford solely to a single class of people. One comprised of those whose personal identity includes romantic attractions to people of the opposite sex. So basically, before this case came down, if someone was beating the crap out of you and you were in a same-sex relationship, the state could not afford you any protection under a 50B. Correct. And the court, at the trial court level, so this is when the plaintiff, the person asking for the protective order, went to the domestic violence 
court in the Wake County actually and asked for this. And the judge said, these facts are egregious. This is awful what happened. And had you been in a opposite sex relationship, you would get a protective order. But since you are not, I cannot find that domestic violence occurred because of the statute does not afford that to you. So that happened. And then that was appealed to the Court of Appeals, which is where we got our recent order from, thankfully. And it was a two to one decision. And the the people, the two judges that were the ones who struck this down as being unconstitutional, they were the two Democrats on the bench, which doesn't always matter, but they actually relied heavily on a recent case from the Supreme Court, which actually the it's the Bustock Clayton County case. And the majority of opinion was written by actual Trump appointee. Gorsuch. So he is the one that, that wrote that opinion and said, you know, this needs to be brought in the scope of the protections for the LGBTQ people being discriminated against. And basically the conclusion there and, and that holding and also here in our Court of Appeals holding is that discrimination based on person's homosexuality or transgender status is always discrimination based on sex or gender. So it's unconstitutional that we don't afford the protection to same-sex relationships. Right. And another U.S. case was decided in this case is plaintiff has the right to liberty to pursue her own concept of existence and other mysteries of human life with the same autonomy, dignity, and security as any other person in her situation. The state sanctioned amicus toward her adopting the reason analysis of the court we hold that it's great authority to assign laws to fit the conception of a sound policy, which means that's a fundamental right is yes. to security. It's not a fundamental right to be in a same-sex relationship. That's not what this is about. It's that every person has the right to feel safe, and that's what this affords them. Yes, and our statute currently, as it is written, is not doing that and is unconstitutional, and it discriminates on people based on sex or their transgender status or sexual status. And hopefully that means our legislator is going to rewrite that statute. That would be good. And that's just, like I said, we're the only state that has that currently on the books. Correct. And we, is your legislatures that you vote for are really important at the state level. Don't just look to presidential elections and the big ones. Whoever represents you in our state Congress is huge and getting these ki- kinds of laws off the books, updated. I know we talked about some other outdated laws in our books, <laughs> but this was a huge one. And even though the Court of Appeals have made this opinion and we can argue it in court, should we represent someone that's in a same-sex relationship that they should have a protective order for them, it's still not updated. And you know, I pulled the most recent form for the complaint motion for the domestic violence relation or protective order. And it, you listening at home wouldn't know, not looking at it, but there's little check boxes for the relationships that you need to meet in order to meet the standard to, uh, to ask for one. And it's still not updated. It's still the one from 2012. So I look in the future for hopefully the complaint that you fill out to be updated with a checkbox for people who are in same-sex relationships that need a protective order and for our statutes to be amended, revised, and updated. So keep your eyes out on that. Hey guys, it's Jen with New Direction Family Law. And if you've ever known a friend that's gone through some sort of a custody dispute, you can imagine how stressful it is. Or if you've gone through a custody dispute yourself, child custody disputes can be one of the most stressful and exhausting times of divorce for you and your children. You know your children best, and it's important that you know your legal rights and options and have a say in what's in the best interest of your children. At New Direction Family Law, we have over 30 years experience protecting the rights of our clients in child custody matters. We aggressively advocate, we support, and we educate our clients to achieve the best possible outcomes. 
So if you're going through a child custody matter or you have a loved one that is, let us be strong for you so you can be strong for your children. Give us a call today at 919-719-3470 to schedule an initial consultation or reach out to us via our website at newdirectionfamilylaw.com. I think it's a good point to make clients get upset with us when they don't get the outcome that they want. And it's like I was just having a recently had a meeting with a new client and there's some issues about things that happened, affairs that happened. And all we have to do is divide property. And he, it was hard for him to wrap his head around that her misbehavior doesn't get, let him keep his stock options. Mm -hmm. And so you're and what I told him was, if you're looking for justice here, it's, you're not going to find it. And so if you go to court and the court doesn't give you a 50B, it's because they sometimes they just can't because the statute doesn't allow them to do certain things. And that's exactly what happened here. And the judge or whoever drafted the dismissal did a good job laying out exactly why this was not going to be awarded to them and that there are problems. Mm -hmm. And if I could award this and put this protective order in place, I would because all these awful things happened and it's scary. And this person is asking for a civil protective order. I don't have a lot of faith in that if they went to maybe law enforcement, that they would be treated fairly there mm -hmm. either. Mm -hmm. they, you have two different options to make a report to obviously law enforcement. The magistrate asks for criminal charges to be put in place. That's not easy to do. You don't get an attorney to help you walk through that right. a lot of times. Right. In the civil cases, we can represent you and at least get a civil protective order. And if that's violated, then there will be criminal charges. Right. So if somebody's in an abusive relationship, Sarah, what are some resources or options for them? Well, I know it. first and foremost, we always say, if you can reach out to Interact, which is an amazing organization in Wake County. And if you're not in Wake County, look for something similar that is a organization that helps for victims of domestic violence. They help in so many ways, even if it's just counseling, like you're not ready to leave. You don't want to leave. You just need to go talk to someone. It's always good to do that because if you get to the point where you do want to leave or if you're in litigation, there will be a record of you going there and making that complaint. So people, they'll believe you too. Cause I know we talk about this whole, people don't take victims seriously and how, why would I believe them that this is happening? Her husband is a doctor and a doctor would never abuse her like that. Well, that's true. I had a, there was a case and both of them were PhDs and the other attorney said to me, that couldn't possibly have happened because they're both doctorate and they are professors that could not happen yeah like, ma'am yes it can and it does happen it does happen i don't know what i barely glimpsed this in the news but apparently like a doctor was shot by another doctor down in texas mm -hmm. domestic violence is rampant in all areas of status income everywhere correct so if you make a trail i know it's hard to leave and we can go on and on about the cycle of abuse and way you can be controlled financially verbally physically there's so many different areas of abuse and it's scary to reach out mm -hmm. and you're some people people put trackers on your car and that's not okay. Right. You can get a domestic violence order <laughs> if someone is putting a tracker on your car in a way to harass you and track you and abuse you that way. So right. it's not okay. And if that happens, talk to a friend, talk to a loved one that you can trust and make a plan when you're ready, talk to an attorney. Correct. And make that plan to get out of that relationship. And we can help you do that or reach out to interact or any other nonprofit or agency that can help you in that way but you need support so reach out yes exactly and there's victims advocates through interact and through the court system if there's criminal charges you can have a victim's advocate awarded to you to help you and hold your hand through this process because it is scary right and if you have to go to court to testify against your abuser 
you know, I've never had to do that. Obviously I've done it as an attorney stood next to someone, but that's an amazing strength you have to have. Yeah. And it's okay to be scared about doing that, but right. there's people out there who are going to help you. That's true. True. And now they're going to help you whether or not you're in a heterosexual relationship or, <laughs> or a same sex. Yeah, Absolutely. It's, it's, yeah. So yeah. I'm good for my state. I'm finally so happy. We, <laughs> we come have a lot of work to do <laughs> to the 19th century. <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> Jen, what do you think? Like well, I just have a quick question. I don't know for clarity or just, I don't know, random question. But so I know you're saying that those amendments still need to be made to the document that you're mentioning, the complaint for domestic violence now for Wake County. So what if, let's say we get a call from, for someone in a same sex marriage or relationship and they're seeking services, what does that look like for court for them now since documents haven't been updated, but this ruling has come out. So is it like an immediate trickle down? No, no, it's still, I haven't had to do that yet. And I was talking to Fizzy, one of our paralegals in the office about this. The form's still the same and it's not even a Wake County form. This is a state form. So this is what's used in every county. Right. And what do you do? Draw an extra little box. I know in this case that she had checked are persons of opposite sex who have been in a dating relationship. But when the judge was hearing her testimony, Mm -hmm. oh, it's actually a same-sex relationship, you and your girlfriend. And that's one of the reasons that it was dismissed and denied. So I don't know. You try for it. I go for it. You argue the case law. law. And it's going to be in the judge's discretion Discretion. to to do that. You could easily say the statute still says this. I can't do it. Right. And that's what needs to be clarified. That's what we need our legislators to rewrite the statutes. Reach out to your legislator and and tell them to do that. That they should have done forever. They just started their long session. So they are here and they can do that. Mm -hmm. And Governor Cooper and Attorney General Joshua Stein, they joined on the brief that um, was put forth in front of the Court of Appeals in North Carolina. So they're invested in this. A lot of our, our government officials are invested in this, but obviously it takes majority to get push things through and get statutes changed. So everybody... Do your part is what I can say. Go vote. <laughs> Take these things seriously because you don't ever know if it's going to be your friend or your cousin or you. Right. We might know it's you if you're not in a homosexual relationship, right. but you, you, you never know who's going to need this. And right. you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that they can't do this. It doesn't make any sense. Right. It doesn't. I agree. So if someone comes to us, we do our best. We argue our best and cite the, the case law. Go from there and what happened in this case, file a 50 C2 if you right, can. Right. Um, do everything you can to get a protective some, order. Some, something, something protection something for them. In right. place. And something also in writing. Right. And a track. Because it's so important to track these things. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if you're listening and you have some issues of domestic violence or you think it might be abuse, even if your heterosexual relationship, homosexual relationship, any kind of relationship, mother-child, there's abuse there too. Please reach out. There's hotlines. There's, you know, all kinds of resources out there. So do a quick Google. Get some help. We're here for you if you need us. But otherwise, North Carolina, update those statutes. And ain't that some shit. Ain't that some shit. <laughs> Thanks for listening. This episode is complete. Visit NewDirectionFamilyLaw.com for show notes and resources and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube for more resources and information. And remember, with change comes empowerment.